0: Welcome to another North Point Counseling Perspective, a podcast that addresses the intricate tapestry of relational and mental health issues. I'm your host, counselor and author, John Sternfels. Whether you're looking to navigate the challenges of marriage, parenting, family dynamics, sex or porn addiction, partner betrayal trauma, or any other mental health concern, we've got you covered. Join us each week as we provide insights from counseling professionals who help unravel the complexities of the heart and mind. So grab your headphones, settle in, and let's explore another North Point Counseling Perspective. In this week's podcast, I will discuss the topic of demystifying polygraphs. The history of what I will refer to as modern-day polygraph is quite interesting as it dates back to the early 1900s. The concept of detecting deception is based on physiological responses. Cesare Lombroso, not to be confused with the wine Lambrusco, was an Italian criminologist. Cesare and the American psychologist Malton Martson contribute to the theoretical foundations of lie detection. Then, in 1921, John Augustus Larson, a medical student at the University of California, Developed the first polygraph machine. Larson's device measured changes in blood pressure and respiration. And then in the 1930s, a student of Larson's, named Keeler, improved the polygraph by adding the measurement of galvanic skin responses, GSR for short. The polygraph became widely known and used in criminal investigations. The polygraph then was called the Keeler polygraph. In the 1950s through the 1960s, polygraphs expanded beyond law enforcement to employment screening and government security clearances. In the 1960s, the development of the Control Question Testing Method, CQT, enhanced the accuracy of polygraph examinations. The CQT is still used in today's polygraph procedures. Fast-forwarding, Polygraphs continue to be used in various contexts, including law enforcement, national security, the CIA and the FBI, and employment screenings. Although polygraphs are not proven to be a hundred percent accurate, they are about eighty seven percent. And this is according to the American Polygraph Association, which is the world's leading association dedicated to using evidence based methods for credibility assessment. When you think about it, What method has greater accuracy than 87% in which to identify truth? The answer, there is none. So let's get into it. Let's take a look at what a polygraph actually does. The polygraph examination begins with a pre-test interview. The pre-test interview is to help the individual relax and to remove any outside distractions. This is followed by a practice examination of the test, which usually involves several straightforward questions. The aim is to relax the individual taking the polygraph so they are comfortable and able to understand how the process works. There are no surprise questions because what will be asked is known to the person before the actual polygraph examination. The person will be connected to the equipment for about 10 to 20 minutes, but the examination takes no less than 90 minutes. The polygrapher will ask several control questions during the examination and then compare the responses to the key relevant questions about the examination. The examination finishes with a post-test interview where the person will be able to explain any responses they showed or any issues they may feel are essential to talk about. Okay, so whether you're an advocate for polygraphs or not, let me leave you with some thoughts. The Employee Polygraph Protection Act, EPPA, allows some employers to conduct a lie detector exam as part of the pre-employment screening process. They include certain private companies and government agencies, especially federal agencies involved in intelligence, defense, and national security matters. Under FBI security policy, All FBI job applicants must take a pre-employment polygraph examination. The National Security Agency, NSA, conducts polygraph examinations as part of an intensive pre-employment screening process as well. All central intelligence agencies, the CIA applicants, must undergo a polygraph examination as part of the pre-employment screening requirement. The Defense Intelligence Agency, DIA, requires job applicants to take a polygraph in their pre-employment screening process. The Department of Energy, DOE, the agency that manages our country's nuclear infrastructure and manages its energy, applicants are also required to take a polygraph. In summary, these federal agencies work in the public interest and must be wary of hiring new employees subjecting job applicants to a polygraph examination is one way to verify a candidate's trustworthiness and reliability. By the way, it was in 1999 when the DOE first screened job applicants using the polygraph. Hmm. So why am I talking about polygraphs? The answer is quite easy. Because North Point Professional Counseling is a specialized addiction recovery practice, addicts need to verify their sobriety by means of a polygraph. Think of it this way. When a trusted loved one has lied, deceived, denied truth, manipulated, gaslit, or even lied through omission, it would seem to make sense that their recovery requires a verification of their ongoing sobriety. Since putting one's hand on the Bible or simply saying, you can trust me now, or perhaps even willing to write on the blackboard a hundred times, I'm telling the truth, consider taking a more sensible and reliable way. Take a polygraph. I encourage those who take a polygraph to let it be your best friend. If you are telling the truth, there is absolutely no reason to worry. However, if you're attempting to cheat the polygraph examination, be very scared. Well, there you have it. Thank you for listening to North Point's Counseling Perspective. If you enjoyed today's episode, please click like and don't forget to share your thoughts with me. Until next time, regardless of the cost, always speak truth. The ground beneath my feet is all